in the show, I took great delight in uh, dancing on the grave of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've never really been a Bucks fan. I think in its current incarnation, if you watch that team every week and you have the expectation that they're going to do anything but lose in the most glorious and embarrassing method possible, then you obviously are a glutton for punishment. Hey, they're in second place. They're a dumpster fire of a football team. Wow. They are led by a general manager who reached to take a kicker in the second round, embarrassing the entire franchise, and thus hamstringing the team when it comes to a kicker because you can't cut the guy. If this wasn't a second-round pick, Aguayo would have his bags packed for Puerto Vallarta already, and you'd have a new guy in there. But instead, because of the ineptitude of the front office, you got a piece of crap kicker who they're shackled to now. This team is a joke. This team sucks. <laughs> I have no allegiance to this team at all, and I watched yesterday and took gl- great glee and delight in not only them losing, but the way that they lost. What about all those hardcore Buccaneer fans out there? Quite frankly, you're fools. Oh, no. You're fools. This, this ownership group doesn't care about you. <laughs> And when you watch this team every week and you think they're going to do anything but give up 500-plus passing yards, allow the other team to commit a record-setting 22 penalties, and still lose to that team in overtime because your franchise quarterback can't even get a first down when it matters, and you allow a receiver to catch a ball, you collide with your fellow defensive player, and instead of tackling him, The dude runs all the way into the end zone. This team is straight up dookie. Is this? Are you doing your best impression of the commission, or is this from Drew Garabo? This is from Drew Garabo, and I would love to get the reaction of, in my opinion, one of the most insightful sports minds in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the show Mr. Justin Pulaski, a.k.a. the commission online. Am I wrong, sir? Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> what? Let me say this. Yeah. You guys were on the right track in the last segment in talking about theft and being robbed because that's how Bucks fans that go to these games should feel every time they enter that stadium. Enough is enough. Three wins in the last three years at home. They've won 17 home games in the last eight years. Enough is enough. I mean, it's, why are we wasting all this money? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can't figure out. If you're watching this team and you expect them to win, you are a fool. Why would you waste your, your Sunday afternoon that could be best spent watching good football teams or doing something with your family instead of dumping $100, hundreds of dollars into this piece of dung football team? My daughter's birthday was this weekend, so I made the absolute wise decision, maybe the best decision I've ever made, in staying home and spending Sunday with her. Her birthday was Saturday, but I said, I'm going to spend the entire weekend with her and instead of going to the game. And I, I could not have made a better choice this weekend. Of all the things I could have chosen to do, staying home and not going to see that garbage 
was the best decision I could have made. Justin, can you imagine if you had sacrificed your presence at your beautiful little girl's birthday party and then stayed for the entire game to watch your uh, franchise quarterback overthrow receiver after receiver, to watch the Oakland Raiders decimate the Bucks, commit ridiculous penalties, shoot themselves in the foot time and time again, yet still hand-deliver the Bucks a chance to win the game only to watch what happened in overtime unfold, spending six hours at the stadium and then coming home to a disappointed daughter in the process. No, I, I couldn't. And, and by the way, I've never seen a team try and hand a victory over to the opposing team as much as the Raiders tried to yesterday to the Bucks. It's almost as if the Raiders felt sorry for you Bucks fans that you don't get to experience experience home wins and they said you know what 10 penalties not enough 15 penalties nope we need more 20 penalties we're going for the record 23 penalties in a game the the bucks won the turnover battle this is unprecedented that a team has this much go in their favor yet there are they are still so bad that they find a way to lose. It's, it, it's beyond embarrassment. Justin, when you look at a Jameis Winston, who is now in his second year as an NFL quarterback, labeled the franchise player, been a model citizen since he's been a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, yet he's still overthrowing receivers and still cannot even get a first down when the team needs it worse in the game. Do you cut him a break and say he's still young, or do you go, maybe this was a misstep in labeling him the franchise quarterback? There's, there's a lot to that, Drew. There, there really is, because I don't think Jameis Winston has a lot around him. Uh, they have Mike Evans. Mike Evans is not a game-breaker. I think he's a great receiver. He's a great possession receiver, but he's not a guy that's going to break a tackle and take it 60 yards. Right. They don't really have any game-breakers on offense. They had a guy starting yesterday in Cecil Shorts that was on the street to start the season. Oh, by the way, they're starting running backs with Quiz Rogers was on the street was on the street to start the season. They had two guys that did not even weren't even on on NFL teams to start this season and they're starting for them in week 7 of this it's it's, it's mind-boggling what they're doing offensively when you draft a quarterback number 1. The main objective is to make sure that he becomes an elite quarterback. So why in the hell would you not supply him with as many weapons to make sure that if he does not succeed and become an elite, elite quarterback, it's not because he didn't have enough weapons, it's just because he's not that good. I don't think Jameis Winston has much around him. Now, with that said, with what he has around him, he overthrew Mike Evans, he overthrew uh, Russell uh, Shepard for a touchdown. Uh, I understand it was windy yesterday, but Derek Carr threw for over 500 yards yesterday in that wind, mm. and Jameis Winston couldn't. Uh, he's got to make the players around him better. He has to be better. They have to allow him to be better. They got to take. I don't know what has happened. If they, I don't know if Dirk Cutter has lost confidence in his quarterback or if he's lost confidence in the people around his quarterback. But there is a lack of confidence in the offense in general from the offensive coordinator, who, oh by the way is the head coach of this football team. The one thing that concerns me, and I might be reading into this a little more than others, but it was pointed out to me by my guys who run JoeBucksFan.com. They said, you got to watch Jameis Winston's press conference after the game. 
And remember at the end of last year when he said, enough with the losing. We're getting rid of the losing attitude. We're getting rid of the people that want to lose. We want winners around here. Go watch Jameis Winston's press conference yesterday. He was so subdued. So kind of, he, he, I, I forget the word he used over and over, precise. He, I, I just wasn't precise. I just wasn't precise. And I, I'm fearful because there is a losing cancer culture in that locker room that has infected that locker room a long time ago. And my biggest fear as a fan is that eventually it's going to get to Jameis Winston and he's not going to be that alpha dog, want to win at any cost every game. And, boy, that, that press conference after yesterday's game was uh, was a different Jameis Winston than what we're used to seeing. We're speaking with Justin Pulowski, the commission online. Maybe he should have adopted the same uh, outfit that Cam Newton wore after the uh, <laughs> in the press conference. That was really something else. Seth, a uh, question Happy for Happy Halloween. Justin. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Justin, more embarrassing, the mixed, missed extra point yesterday or former Buccaneers offensive lineman and current offensive lineman Donald Penn catching a touchdown oh, pass for the Raiders. Brutal. Uh, I w- I'll say Donald Penn. Listen, I- I- as much as I want to say Roberto Aguayo is the reason they lost that game, they did get the two point conversion, mm-hmm. and that negated the missed field goal because if or the missed extra point. If he makes the extra point, then they end up kicking another extra point the next touchdown. Right? So they they didn't lose the game because of a missed extra point. They did lose the game because they let a fat-ass offensive lineman on the other team who got kicked out of town because he was overweight. No, oh, by the way, he got fined as much as any player got fined because I, from what I understand, Donald Penn came in overweight every single week to the Buccaneers until they just said, we, we got to get rid of you. I mean, if you're not going to come in under the weight that we've given you and you're coming in at 340, 350, 360 pounds, we got to let you go. And he caught a touchdown again. Come on, defense. <laughs> and if you're lining up on defense and you see that Donald Penn is lined up as tackle eligible or whatever they call it, how does that not go off like a neon light? Hey, you know what? This guy might have an ax to grind against the former team that cut him. They're probably going to throw the ball to him for a touchdown. Well, it kind of goes with the defense's mentality from the – uh, third quarter on, which is we're just going to play passive. We're going to play a little zone. We're going to rush for and not really get any pressure. And we're going to just let you do whatever you want to us. That's what the Raiders did. And they did it on that touchdown. So we've got a short week here, Justin, for both the Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons, their next appointment on Thursday night. Unfortunately for the Bucks, they played, well, quote unquote, played about five quarters of football yesterday. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons did not. Is there a prayer of a chance that the Buccaneers can catch the Hawks napping on Thursday night. It's the Falcons. NFL, Falcons. so I, 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 I feel like I have to. I have to say, yes, there's a chance. Uh, there's less of a chance because the Bucks are at home, and that, that's, that's an advantage for the Falcons because the Bucks are terrible at home. Uh, it's very disappointing. Uh, I do think that there'll be a good crowd. It's amazing that if they win, they're still just a half game back of the division. Mm-hmm. They seem to play well against the Atlanta Falcons, but the Falcons are a different team now than they were at the beginning of the year or the end of last year when the Bucks beat them at Raymond James Stadium. And the Bucks are a completely different team than they were at the beginning of this season. So, I, I mean, when you start to match it up on paper, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that the Falcons are the better team. They're playing better uh, offensively. They've got the better stars, the uh, the bigger stars on offense. And uh, defensively for the Falcons, while they gave up a bunch of points to the Packers, they're going up against the Bucks offense that really has no weapons except for Mike Evans 
and expect the safety to roll over the top, double cover Mike Evans and force somebody else to beat their secondary, which from what we've seen over the last few weeks, nobody else can get open. Nobody else can make a play. So um, I hope it doesn't get ugly. Usually the home teams have the advantage, and all jokes aside, the home team on these short weeks have the advantage because they have that extra day of practice. They don't have to take a day off just to travel to the site. So I'm hoping that comes into play for the Bucks, but um, you know I think we start to look at it from a realistic point of view and just realize that this Bucks team is not that good and they've got a long way to go. And shame on Jason Light, general manager in the front office, because they overestimated their roster. You mentioned they've drafted Roberto Aguayo in the second round. They did that because they thought that they were a kicker away. They're they're far more than a kicker away. They're far more than one or two pieces away. They're a long way away from having a competitive playoff caliber roster. We've got some calls coming in for you. We, uh, we'll break uh, tradition and uh, allow them to speak with you. Nicole, oh, wait, wait, wait. Am I, am I being too excited hey. after a loss? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Nicole. Hey, it's, it's, he's back. There's the attitude that I was missing for a few weeks. <laughs> so you're happy to have the commission back and fired up, Nicole. Yes, and it sucks that you have to have the Bucks lose to see this attitude come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's called an anger. I mean, I'm I'm pretty pissed off because unlike many people in this area, I spend a lot of money to go to these games, and um, yes. that's probably not going to happen that much longer. I'm more angry at losing that money and wasting that money than my team failing. Nice. If that makes any sense. It does. Thank you, Nicole. It does. You're welcome, guys. Have a great one. Well, I'm looking for two cheap uppers for the game on Thursday. <laughs> well, I think you'll be able to find them. Uh, you won't see a win, though. Uh, Daniel, what's up? We've got the commission online talking about the Bucks. Well, well, the only thing I can agree with him is that uh, he doesn't have anybody around him. Mm-hmm. Our, our running back, we're, we're down to the fifth-string running back, wherever he came from, mm-hmm. and he re- we really don't have any receivers, mm-hmm. and None. Janikowski missed 50% of his field goals his rookie year. Oh, he, he became one of the best He became one of the best kickers in the league. Sure. Yeah, Guay so, is the next Janikowski for sure. Yeah, Florida State. He could be. He could be. You never know. Sure, and, the, and then look what Janikowski did and yesterday. Does, and, and we had, we had the second-leading rusher in the league last year. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. We just don't have any weapons right now. Yeah. And it's simple it, as that. It's not as and, simple and as how that. Can, how, can you, how, how can you say that we are the biggest disgrace when the Super Bowl, the, the team that went to the Super yeah. Bowl last year in this mm-hmm. division, mm-hmm. are, are mm-hmm. one in five or one in six, whatever. Right. Two. So, <laughs> I mean, we are not the worst team in the league. Cleveland's 0 and 7. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Cleveland. So, Look what you're hanging your hat on, Daniel. We're not the Cleveland. worst team. In- <laughs> I'm, I'm, hanging my, I'm hanging my hat on my team. Your and team that's sucks. what everybody's supposed to do. <laughs> your team is garbage, and you're a fool for rooting for them. If you expect them to be we any got a good Super Bowl. this Yeah. We what, got a 2003? Super Bowl. That, that's 13 years ago, bro. Wake up and smell 2016. They're not even sniffing the playoffs yeah, this many, year. How many other teams have had Super Bowls? In 13 years. Uh, the pa- <laughs> Patriots have uh, won quite a few, my friend. That's a good point. Your team is garbage. Oh, the Patriots, because yes. everybody wants to go to the Patriots. That's, that's the. Yeah, that's nobody the wants to come here. Patriots. Nobody wants to come here because this team and this organization <laughs> is a joke, and they, you're an idiot did, if you root for them. They did in 99. This is 2016, dude. You're either trolling or blind. This team sucks.
This no, team, this team does not suck. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 You're 0-7, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, man, we got a guy who agrees with you for the first time ever. But, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah. all, all teams have injuries. Yeah, the sure. Bucks are down a few running backs, but, right. I mean, Adrian Peterson went out this year. Right. Sam Bradford, or uh, Teddy Bridgewater went out this yeah. year. Tony Romo went out this year. I mean, teams can recover from injuries. Good organizations well, prepare for such things. Justin? Look at the Raiders. They lost their top corner at the first play of the game. Their best cornerback. And they still shut down the Bucks off, but every team's dealing with injuries. And, oh, by the way, Doug Martin has had two healthy seasons his entire career, Oof. his rookie season and his contract year. Uh, Justin, I had a question for you. I was thinking about this yesterday. Is it easier to find a kicker off the street or a running back off the street? <laughs> <laughs> that You know what? That's actually a really good question. I, I might say running back, actually. All right. All right. It's, hard to, it's hard to find good, uh, good kickers. Let's go down to the International Mall and uh, see who's running around out there. Uh, Paul, what's up? Hey, they, they found they found Jaquiz Rogers on the street, and sure. he was pretty good. Not too bad. Uh, awesome. Paul, welcome to Drew Grabo Live. We got the commission online with us talking about the Bucks uh, dumpster fire right now. Go ahead. I usually don't agree with him, but pretty much what he's saying is correct, except for the fact that he said that Mike Evans was a possession receiver. Mm. And he has never really been that for us. All right. All right. Well, I mean, he looks nice. Well, he's, he's not a burner. No. So what is he? <laughs> he's not great, like you said. Oh, oh goodness gracious. But the Bucks, they just need time. They're a young team. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Tons of injuries. I mean, they will get better. All right. That, well, I mean, you can't get much worse, so you're right. It, it will get better. Uh, thank you very much, Good Paul. Good call. <laughs> L-O-D. to you, uh, One more. Dave, go ahead. Yeah, I was uh, agreeing with uh, the guy on the line. Honestly, you can't just cool. – just because you're a great quarterback in uh, college or just because you're a great uh, kicker in college, mm-hmm. it doesn't translate automatically immediately into the NFL. Clearly. I mean, it's – these guys, whether they evolve or not, they're not going to do it in the first year or two, and that's what we need. We need a team now, not not two years from now. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, Dave. Uh, Justin, always a pleasure catching up. I'm glad we're on the same page here. I love your ire. I love your passion. I mean, with the way this segment went, how could you actually want the Bucks to win a game for the rest of the year? I do not. I uh, I don't think that there's that reasonable expectation. I want them to lose them all, and uh, I'd rather uh, – I, I just want to watch it all burn. Some people just want to watch a football franchise burn, and that's where I am right now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you, Justin. So we're – so we're rooting for a draft pick. All right, let's go. Woo! Draft pick. Thank you, my man. Have a great week, all right? Thanks, guys. So uh, we have our kid ready for Is This House Okay? Yeah. Why don't we bring him on in here? Let me. Uh, okay. What is his song by uh, Tantric that he wants for his welcome music? Do we know oh, the man. name? Is it Breakdown? No, no. Breakdown was a great song, though. Oh. Let me find out the What's Evan What's the one that Evan Longoria used? I just know it's Tantric. Me too, but I don't know the name of the song. All right, hold on. Down and Out? Yes, I all think right. so. All right, hold on one second. Here we go. Do we have an intro for us? This is also okay. No. You can intro it. Thank you. Trick or treating only comes once a year. A lot of evil creepazoids in the Tampa Bay area and throughout the world. It's time to find out is this. House. Okay. We're going to do so with the list of questions that we have. 
and our very young guest here. What is your name, sir? My name is Evan. Evan, how old are you? I'm seven years old. And what are you dressed up as today, Evan? I'm dressed as a character from Shaun the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, a very fantastic oh, movie. Yeah. Which one are you? I am the main character, Sean. Sean. All right. Sean, who uh, who is somewhat of a loser, hung out at the pub a little bit too much, and uh, and I uh, had a very large, overweight, drunk friend. Sean's mom, Sean's fake dad. And You've seen the movie Sean of the Dead? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop describing it to you then. Evan, who put you up to that costume then? Um. Well, I... Well, I've heard of the movie, and I want to watch it. Okay. A little bit adult. It's probably a little over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so then you don't know what you are, but you're from Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Is there anything you wanted to be, and then your parents forced you to be something else? No. Okay, just making sure. All right, what are you hoping to get tonight when you go trick-or-treating? What are you looking to really take home? What's the number one candy on your list? I don't really have one... Hmm. Favorite, favorite candy. Do you bit pref- of everything. Yeah, do you prefer chocolate or do you prefer like a Starburst? I would prefer chocolate. Good yeah. man. All right. What's your favorite? You like uh, Hershey? You like uh, Snickers? You like a Twix? You like a Kit Kat? All of the above? I like Kit Kats and Hershey's the best. Kit Kat is the number one. Have you tried the new Hershey's candy corn flavored? No. Sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, that's what I got for the kids in my neighborhood. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to play. Oh, go ahead. He was here last year for this. Oh, I remember. Okay. He was a year younger. He did very well. Uh, you did great last year. That's why we asked you to be a part of this again. Plus, your mom's the only lady who will let us uh, get their kids in the <laughs> We went to her first, okay? She was our number one choice. She's my number one choice for a lot of things. All right. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to read you a house description, and you're going to tell me if this house is okay or if this house is not okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. Let me see. You're walking up to this house. Here we go. A man answers the door, Evan, and he's dressed as Chase from Paw Patrol. And he says if you help him shave those hard-to-reach spots on his back, he'll let you have all of the Bob for Apples in his jacuzzi. Oh, boy. Is this house okay or is this house not okay? This house is not okay. He's absolutely right. That house is absolutely not okay. Which part of it is not okay? The shaving the back or the bobbing for apples in the jacuzzi? Shaving the back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But, but you could bob for apples in his jacuzzi, right? No, no, I wouldn't do that either, Evan. Just, I mean, you know, you can if you want to, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bob for apples. Anymore. Don't get into jacuzzi. Okay. Uh, here's house number two. You did very well on house number one. Is this house okay for Halloween? Well, looky there, a man named Uncle Seth opens the door, and he's only wearing a Jay Cutler jersey. He says if you wait until halftime of this Monday night football game, he'll give you Vincent Jackson's email address. Is this house okay? This house is okay. Yeah! That house is okay. That house, it's okay. That house is okay. okay. That house, you're okay. That house is okay. Now, you might ask him to put some pants on, but uh, but that house is okay. It's a long jersey. Uh, okay. It's like a dress on me. <laughs> now, that I can picture. All right, very well, Evan. You're, you're two for two. Good job. Uh, by the way, uh, Nick, uh, do you, how many matches? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of these. Will Evan get more than five right? Nick? Yes. Yes, he will, or yes, this is Nick? Yes, yes, this is Nick, and yes, he will. Very good. All right, hang on, and uh, you'll be playing for fantastic cats and prizes, including tickets to this year's next big thing on 97X. All right, question number three, Evan. We're going to walk up to the house here. Oh, the lady wouldn't even answer the door. She shoved her head out of the doggy door, and she's dressed as Freddie Fazbear. She said if you help her remove her ankle monitor, 
She's going to let you drive her F-350 to get some Froyo with unlimited toppings. Uh-oh, he likes that. Is this house okay? This house is okay. That house is not okay. Not okay. You're seven years old. You can't drive an F-350. You can drive a Geo Metro. It sounds cool, though, Evan, that she would let you take off the ankle monitor and drive her car, right? It sounds cool, but not okay, Evan. You can't drive yet. Wait till you're 10. All right, uh, next house. Here we go. Well, looky there. Donald Trump answers the door, and he said, if you let your mom come inside and sit on his lap, then have the key to his safety deposit box, which actually has the secret recipe in it for sweet tarts. Is that okay or is that not okay? That is not okay. No, actually, that is okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, perfectly fine, and uh, you're uh, you're two and two right now. Two and two. All right, here we go. Next house. Oh, looky there. Aunt Nikki answered the door. She says if you help her dry her tears during the Gilmore Girls reboot on Netflix... She's going to make you your very own mocha frappe latte thing. Is this house okay, Evan? This house is okay. That house is yes! okay! Yes! Yes! I Good make job, you Mickey. the best mocha frappe latte thing. Good. Good job, Mickey. Good job, Evan. All right, here's your next house. A guy dressed as a perverted radio disc jockey answers the door to his palatial Odessa compound. And he says if you help him pick a fantasy football sleeper this week, he will give you all the Shopkins a young boy could desire. Is this house okay, Evan? This house... One, I don't like Shopkins, so I would say this house is... Okay. No, no, that no. house is not okay. No, no not it's okay. not okay. That's what it says in my sheet. Oh, do you think it's okay? I think it's perfectly fine. Okay. I, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. I say we make it okay. All right, it's okay. I mean, good job. You got that one right. All right, your next house. Well, it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston in his palatial Odessa compound, which is far more palatial than Drew Garabas. Uh, Jameis Winston answers the door. And he asks if you'd like to be the eighth running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season. Is this house okay, Evan? No. This house is not okay. Why is that house not okay? <laughs> is it because the Buccaneers stink? No. Oh, why is it then? I'm way too young to be in professional football. Wow. Well, oh. but you are qualified to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> running back. So, unfortunately for you, that house was okay. <laughs> Two more houses left. This Evan. is a smart kid. He is a very smart kid. He's outsmarting the game. All right, Evan, walking up to the next door. Knock on the door, an old man answers. He says, Shani, if you leave your parents and come into my backyard, you can catch all the Pokemon. Is this house okay, Evan? This is a tough one. This house is okay. That house is okay. Great job, Evan. Nice job. That house is okay? That house is okay. Is it? That's what it says. Is that what it says? Yes, with a question mark. (laughs) If you want to get all the Pokemon. All the Pokemon in one stop. Got to catch them all. Man. Here we go. Jeez. Got some loose morals on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Last house, Evan. Here we go. Knock on the door and a woman answers. She's dressed like a witch from Hocus Pocus. She says she's going to give you two handfuls of mini Twix bars if you get inside her cage and help her finish her potion. Is this house okay? 
This house is okay. That house is not okay. <laughs> not okay. Boy, I'll tell you, his mom's got some work ahead of her. He's a helper. Man, alive. Uh, I mean, I think I think Evan's just a very trusting kid, and then yep. if somebody invites him inside the home, he doesn't want to be rude. Let, let's give you a chance to redeem yourself right. here, Evan. I've got four more bonus questions for you. I want you to finish on a winning note. Go up to your next house. You ring the doorbell, and an old lady answers. She says, Shani, I've got some chocolate-covered Brussels sprouts for you. Is this house okay? This house is okay. Chocolate-covered Brussels sprouts are definitely not okay, oh Evan. Not God. okay. No. Not okay. Next house. <laughs> you knock on the door, and a pretty girl answers, Evan. She says, I'm going to give you a kiss on your cheek. All of the Sour Patch Kids that I have, all you have to do is help me dig a really deep hole in my backyard to get rid of the evidence. Is this house okay? This house is not okay. That house is not okay. Two more, Evan. You ring the doorbell and a woman answers. She said, I really need your help. I'm going to give you a full-size Kit Kat bar. If you help me clean all the litter boxes in my house, and there are 15 of them, is this house okay? This house is okay. That house is okay. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have any problem cleaning out litter boxes for candy, Evan? No. Come on over to my place. (laughs) I got them. And finally, last one. You knock on a door, and a man in a clown mask... Answers at handing a bowl of M&M's. Do you take the candy or run away? Run away. You do run away from clowns, Evan. You're a big winner. Well done. Thank you for being a part of It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Just tell your mom to keep an eye on you tonight. Yeah, I, I wouldn't stray too far away from your mom tonight because uh, clearly you need her help. So, Do you like going trick-or-treating with your mom or do you feel like you're old enough to now that you're seven to just do it on your own? I would say I'm old enough. I, I would... Be honest with you, I am old enough. All right, very good. He's a good kid. He's an independent kid. uh, Is his mom okay with that? Yeah, I think she's not okay okay with that at all. No, she's not. (laughs) Well, Evan, thank you for being a part of this, my man. You did great. Congratulations to you, and good luck tonight. Get a lot of candy, all right? All right, Drew. Thank you. Thank you. Love this kid. Uh, (laughs) Nick, congratulations. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to Next Big Thing with the 1975, the Head and the Heart, Fanagram, Congos, and more. Saturday, December 3rd at the Mid-Florida Credit Union Amp. Congrats to you, my man. All right, sweet. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, Evan did great, didn't he? At Planet Fitness, a lot has changed since 1998, but our membership has always been just $10 a month. On June 28th, that rate will increase to $15 a month for new members. So if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to lock in $10 a month for good. Once you join, your rate will never increase for the life of your membership. Enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout, all in the judgment-free zone for $10 a month. Don't miss out. Offer ends Thursday, June 27th. Rejoining after cancellation will result in change in membership price. See club for details.